Welcome to Otaku Street. Uh, this is your favorite number one go-to podcast for anime and video game discourse. Uh, video game discourse specifically for this filler episode we have coming for you. Um, today it's kind of a solo mission in terms of the main crew. Uh, it is just me, Adam. There's no Wolfe Jamal or Chris with me, but I do have two very special guests, two good friends of mine, uh, friends of the show. Uh, we have Xavier and Michael. Uh, you guys yeah. can go ahead and uh, introduce yourselves if you so choose. Uh, X, you want to go first? I mean, hello, my name is X. How are you all doing? <laughs> <laughs> Not much to introduce. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh, my name is Mike. You know, I'm all about anime and video games, so big fan. I'm a I'm hot single really in your excited. local area. Yep, single moms. You already know what it's about. <laughs> Just a, a couple, couple other fit boys that are all about video games and anime, so they fit the mold perfectly. Um, and I have a, a, a brief announcement, not a huge announcement, but one nonetheless. If you guys uh, listening are annoyed with me having this shitty microphone whenever we uh, record a virtual session, I have a, a higher quality microphone coming in this week. Uh, so I'll be I'll be much more clear in the recordings, uh, not as muffled and sounding like I'm on a 1950s radio. So or Xbox Live Party Chat. Or Xbox Live Party <laughs> Chat, exactly. So exciting stuff. Hopefully it all uh, you know it goes well. Cause I'm trying to match the quality that Jamal and Chris have. And even Whoopi, I th- I think he just uses like headphones or some shit but they sound good nonetheless like um, the wired iphone ones or i think so okay well he has use... go yeah, ahead he, he has used those uh but he, he has another headset that he has on i'm not sure like he has like a gaming headset but it's not like the same one that that i have right. uh, maybe it's just a higher quality one i'm not sure but either way everyone sounds better than me until uh wednesday hopefully <laughs> Their days are numbered. Exactly. <laughs> Once I get a new microphone, it's over for you, hoes. He's going to sound like the good uh, commentator from Korra. It's like, last time on Avatar Korra. <laughs> <laughs> last time on Otaku Street Podcast. <laughs> All right. So, um, like I said, we're going to talk a lot about video games, um, a specific genre of video games, and even more specifically, a uh, franchise, but we're going to get into that just a little bit here. Um, I want to start off with uh, your guys' favorite genres of games uh, or number one genre of game. Um, not not getting into the main topic that we decided on, but for a couple minutes, let's just talk like a grander grander idea of video games. So, uh, Mike, what's your, what's your number one go-to genre? Oh, okay. I guess for... Um genre the ones that i've like enjoyed the most like on a non-competitive level will be like the adventure like solo player type video games like my favorite game growing up was okami which is like of the wolf yeah like like that that was like definitely my game i could play it over and over like i have it on my switch and everything like that was like the game that even my me and my brother bonded with so if it was like any game it'd definitely be like the solo adventure type games yeah, I, uh, I remember when I first played Okami, like I had known about it for maybe a couple of years because that was when PS2 was still kind of big. Um, and 
I was like, what is this game? Why do people praise this so so much? Like it's just a fucking dog running around with a paint stick or a paintbrush. <laughs> and so I started it and I was like, oh, okay. I, this is kind of, this is cute. Like, you know, some of the side characters, they, they don't speak any language. They just kind of, but dude, once you get into the combat and like how oh. the shit flows and how pretty it is, it's a fucking A1 game, dude beautiful beautiful like growing up my brother and i we always like fought but there was times where he would play the solo games as well too but he'd always move to the bosses so yeah. what i would do is i'd like voice the characters of the evil people to like motivate them to like play better and that's always like something that <laughs> i always like enjoyed like even for like the giant dragon i'd be like grunt noises or just make up attacks and like that was like like always something i could always do it was so fun X, have you ever played Okami? I the I was about to say, yeah, man. The the art style of that game is timeless. Like the games that have a certain uh like art style or, or like graphical um approach that never seems to look outdated to me are usually the like the classics. I mean you you obviously you have other games that just you know they're like they're polygon or blocky or 16-bit, 32-bit. I mean, it's just, you know, you can't really help those types of games. But, I mean, you have some PS2 games that, you know, like with high-definition remasters or people running them on their computers, I mean, they look darn near just as good as games that just came out in the past year. Yeah, I'd say Okami still to this day, just because the art style they went with, like, mm -hmm. it, it worked with what they had. but I. They, uh, they also did it so well to the point where like, they knew that going forward when graphics technically got better, it would still look just as good. And they did a great right. job. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I think they've, there's, uh, has there been a remaster? I know there's been like, you know, ports and stuff to modern consoles, but I'm not sure if there's been like a actual remaster. Yeah. So I believe they did remaster it and then they did another one, but like with Baby Okami. I never played the Baby Okami one uh, just because it just didn't even look right. But the remaster one that they put on like, the Switch and everything. Yeah, like you, if you type it in on Google, you'll definitely see like a Baby Okami. On, that was on like the 3DS. And it never like caught my attention because it was just like, it's a baby. I'm, like, I'm not going to beat some evil villains with a baby. Like that just doesn't right. feel right. But honestly it's definitely like my go-to game for like anything like that okay so you'd say i i guess it did have some rpg elements to it you probably you could call it an rpg i think um but i'd, I'd probably call it just like more like a an action adventure game even mm -hmm. though it's, yeah. i don't know it has like elements of multiple genres um but so what i'm hearing mike is that you're your go-to genre is more like you do play competitively obviously we've talked overwatch and halo and stuff like that but like your your favorite just kind of like having downtime is is a single player action adventure game oh yeah without a doubt like never go wrong with that yeah i can i can closely uh, uh agree with you what about ux definitely rpgs man i mean you can't i'd say rpgs growing up more so sports games just because i mean i think that there's just more of the like competitive aspect to it i mean you get home from school and then your neighbors or whoever's around you everybody's going to somebody's place to like you know run on madden or, or 
live, not even 2K at that point. It was NBA live. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I just think that RPGs are, you could spend so many hours into an RPG and there'd be so many different avenues and aspects in a game, um, levels as well. And uh, yeah, man, I can't really, you can't really beat RPGs. I would, I, and I, there was a time where I would have preferred um, MMOs, but mm-hmm. I didn't always have internet. So it was kind of like cool watching my friends play when I went to their house, but then I got home and I'm like, all right, well, where I don't have any access to this. So mm-hmm. to, the, to the sports games, RPGs, I go. Way back in the day when uh, I had a desktop computer that, was not really up to par but it was all i had and i didn't have any well i mean i had i've had games all my life but there were times where i was just like i beat all my games like fucking no one's on aim no one can talk through you know uh like myspace is boring today let's see what we got that's when i would (laughs) i would pull up the uh uh the space pinball game oh my god yes dude classic Bro. some classic gameplay moments there the amount of times i feel like that game cheats you though like oh my god there's no way to control the the ball just rolling through the middle like i i almost broke my mom's pc a couple of times like, <laughs> not, not even lying man. i know one time i raged and like ripped you know you're not even using the mouse but i ripped the mouse out of the computer like it just it was just to some do it. next level yeah <laughs> like i had to get the frustration out just the first thing that you could see. Right. <laughs> like an yeah, exterminator. I, I got rid of that mouse. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Lay in France>. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, yeah, I mean, um, I've always loved, you know, I, and, the, and if you listen to the show frequently, you'll hear me talk about like Halo a lot. Um, yeah. Halo's always been huge for me. Um, mm-hmm. always being like an Xbox guy, like the only PlayStation I've ever, well, I owned the original PlayStation, but after that was PS2. I never owned a three, four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was always an Xbox guy. But with that said, I grew up on two types of games. I grew up on, uh, RPGs and fighters, specifically Tekken. Um, yes. Yes. But yes. I'd say like long-term i've played tekken tag 2 i played a little bit of tekken 7 like the more recent games even though like they're not you know uh brand new um but one genre that i've played consistently like my entire life is the rpg specifically the jrpg um like western rpgs are they can be good there i've played some and i've enjoyed those uh but a, a good jrpg can one keep you engaged for like hundreds of hours hundreds of hours yeah especially like modern modern jrpg rpgs have advanced where it's not as much turn-based uh combat there's still some like you know uh dragon quest um i think the latest dragon quest was still Mm -hmm. turn-based you could make it more i think there was a setting where you didn't like it wasn't always turn-based or something i can't remember exactly because i didn't it's like an auto an auto function i believe yeah yeah, something like that um but i think we're all in agreement for the most part that like between us three at least rpgs have been the most consistent and like most enjoyable and like they've always been there for us like when halo gets boring or gears of war got boring or uh older games like resistance on the playstation 3 got boring and you you kind of get bored with the shooters and it's just the same formula 
you go to you go back to a a, a good RPG and that'll just keep you engaged for hours on end. Uh, I think it was more so the freedom more than anything, right? Yeah. I mean, like the like Halo or I mean, even like Gears of War, like I mean, they were great games, but it was like okay, I can't really there's no there's no freedom to do or make any changes to what the formula is already set in front of you yeah like you can change the the your um uh the guns that you're using uh you can change your your tactics whether you're more stealthy walk you know turning around corners and stuff but at the end of the day you can't really customize your character to play pretty much exactly the way you want you don't you can't really make a build uh, right as much nowadays you can with like an overwatch or something but like um Mm -hmm. with uh games like Final Fantasy or, or uh, Breath of Fire, Dragon Quest, uh, the Tales of series, those types of games, like within the boundaries of that game, you can make your character yours. Right. Uh, right and I, I think that's like what's been, what's been, what's what, why we've stuck around for so long with these types of games. Um, so before we get into, uh, you know, we're basically we're going to talk about Final Fantasy today. Um, but before we get into Final Fantasy, what kind of like JRPGs have you guys played other than Final Fantasy? And it can be like Square Enix, SquareSoft, uh, or SquareSoft. Um, what kind of RPGs have you guys played? Um, Kingdom Hearts was definitely a, a big one for me. Uh, Kingdom mm-hmm. Hearts 2 was definitely my favorite from the series because of the different forms. Uh, Nier Automa. I may be butchering that, but that was Auto- like the game. Isn't it, uh, Automata? I, yes, 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 yeah. yes. Yeah, that game was very, very creative. Like, that game was like you could die in any kind of way just from changing like the settings. Like, you could actually like mm-hmm. change the setting to like auto death if hit, and then you could die if you get hit once. And it was like it was creepy, but the story was so good to like stay with it. Like it was tough to turn away. Um, yeah, the the one thing about yeah. that game was like, so I I started it because I I needed a new RPG to play, and this was I think early last year or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I booted it up, and I was like, oh, I, I've seen videos, and I was like, I like the art style. Uh, I I like the the combat for the most part up until that point, and then I got to the first boss, which was that giant fucking machine with those like razor blades and it fucking demolished my asshole and (laughs) i was like okay it's just gonna respawn me right before this boss nope no take you all the way back yeah so i lost an entire hour of gameplay oh my gosh and that was as soon as i did I, i think i went back and tried the boss again lost again and i was like hey man I've been playing this game for two and a half hours <laughs> and I haven't beat the first boss. And like, that's not, but oh. that's not fun to me. I know after the fact, like once you beat the boss, it doesn't really do that. Like you don't go back to the beginning <laughs> or whatever. And it's a little bit more forgiving, but right. it puts such a bad taste in my mouth that I pretty much convinced myself. I'm never playing that game again. <laughs> oh, it not. It, I mean, so I I haven't played that game specifically, but when when it sends you back, does it? Are you still like fighting enemies on your way to the boss, or is yeah. it just like a yeah. long drawn out 
like it's like the game loaded the game restarted yeah okay okay because i i i like i said i haven't played that game specifically but i do remember having literally like ptsd about playing um my well it's one of my favorite rpgs but like the mass effect series the first mass effect was so like it was notorious for you dying and you know it it didn't really do checkpoints so you would literally get thrown back however long you were in on a level and it was really bad when it came to the like you had to drive this vehicle called the the mako or mako or whatever Mm -hmm. and oh my gosh man it would take you literally like 20 minutes to get from one point of the whatever like setup world that you're on to the to get to the destination and and if you die there was no checkpoints so you literally just spawned back to just driving there you you weren't even engaged with enemies you literally were just driving across open wasteland i think that's yeah. even worse than not even having somebody to to fight on your way there yeah like if you if you tip over what it, correct me if I'm wrong, but like if you tipped over, there was no way to like flip back over, right? Oh my gosh! Yeah, or if you got stuck with the <laughs> rocks, I right. literally oh. wanted to. I, I would rather tear both my ACLs over and over again than do that. Just punch the side of your knees. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Make Eric Rose jealous, like, bro. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> yeah, that that uh, I know, like. The Mass Effect series is, you know, well beloved and one of the greatest, you know, series of all time. Um, but I remember I've played Mass Effect One, and I think I got, I only got to like the the big ship that you're on. Like, what is it, the N Seven or something like that? The the Normandy. Yep. Normandy, yeah, yeah. Yep, and yep. so I was on the ship, and I thought I knew where I was going, and I would I walked around that ship for like literally an hour and a half just trying to figure out what I wanted to like how to progress in the game and uh that was another game where I was like you know what I've had enough I'm gonna go (laughs) the same somebody else that I was talking to said the same exact thing when starting that game I don't know how you did you guys just like not follow the map or like (laughs) I don't know it was like usually it marked the map with something yeah I I have no idea what went wrong Uh, maybe the game glitched (laughs) But nothing was happening. I was just enjoying the view. And well, it is like one of the first 360 games that, like, like ever. So, I mean, I could definitely see it glitching and just literally not allowing you to progress the story whatsoever. Right. So, I don't know. Maybe that was what, what went wrong, but... <laughs> you can't read. Both, both games that you guys brought up, <laughs> fuck those games. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. oh, man um yeah i've I've played my fair share of like western rpgs uh i also talked about recently uh my experience with dark souls 3 and oh my god hey guess what got to the first boss couldn't beat it so i said fuck it i'm about to say you're still alive to tell the story (laughs) yeah (laughs) now that i think about it there's a lot of games where if i can't like progress like somewhat comfortably (laughs) i'm gonna go to a game that i know i can do well in well man's turned on the sims real quick (laughs) (laughs) fucking here i come roller coaster tycoon too right (laughs) (laughs) 
He's like, there's no way I can lose this game. Next sec, next second, all of his sims are dying and are on fire. Oh god. Um, X, are there any RPGs that you've played from Square uh, slash Square Enix um, other than Final Fantasy? Uh, yeah. I mean, I played. Uh, I played um, Chrono Trigger. That was pretty mm. good. Um, I played. Uh, well, Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest was nice. I didn't get too far in Dragon Quest, but I, um, I did like what I was, like how that was going. Um, I mean, those were the two main ones. I probably played a whole bunch of other games when I was younger, but didn't realize they were SquareSoft or Square Enix games. I mean, besides like Kingdom Hearts. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I liked I liked both of those a lot and i mean it's such a they make so many great games that it like i said man like i could have probably played one and i had no idea i was playing one like by them so yeah have have either of you guys played a secret of secret of mana no somebody told me to somebody told me to play that and I, i just haven't had the time yet is it good yeah so it's from 93 and it was on the um uh super nintendo Mm-hmm. and uh i never i never beat it but that was one of the games that we had just for whatever reason back when we still had the uh snes and uh the i there's one thing that i distinctly remember the music in that game was really good um the music and their their music scores are always on it man mm-hmm. oh yeah like yeah. i i honestly study anytime i'm studying i listen to like final fantasy soundtracks or mm. i mean I'll, I'll i'll throw in a tekken soundtrack every once in a while but their their music scores are always on point oh, oh yeah yeah i mean they, they across all of their uh ips like they there's one thing that they get right almost every time like nine out of ten times and that's their soundtrack their composers know exactly what they're doing um and I really get—I give them a lot of fucking praise for that because there are some games mm-hmm. where the gameplay and the characters and the story are all solid, but the music is just really underwhelming. Um, yeah. And for them to have gone on, like they—they Square has been making games for fucking ever, ever, and all of their yeah. games for the most part have had quality soundtracks. Um, speaking of which, Final Fantasy has uh some of my favorite soundtracks in video games uh of all time um so i think we can we can kind of narrow down now past the grand uh library of square enix and uh talk about specifically final fantasy um so before we get into like a a list or ranking or anything like that um just kind of spitball what are you guys uh what are your guys' favorite like moments from the series or villains specifically or characters um you know kind of kind of spit them out are we did you throw the spoiler alert tag before this or (laughs) i mean sure if you guys don't know what happens in final fantasy (laughs) 7 at this point (laughs) you should probably stop listening to anything not just this podcast (laughs) Don't listen to anything. Don't even go home. If you're in don't, a car, <laughs> just don't go home to your family. 
Um, bro, off of the top, the the I would say probably in Final Fantasy VI when Kefka actually destroyed the world. Like yeah. when I first like just the first time I ever saw that while playing it, I just was like, "Yo, my man's actually accomplished his goal." Like he most most uh most times the story kind of you know um climaxes at them potential potentially destroying the world or mm -hmm. you know like the gang separated now they're back together and and now they're gonna go stop the the main guy main villain whatever but he destroyed the world and then it picked up a year afterwards and i kind of was like that was that's that was kind of a switch up like i'd never i'd never seen that before so that that really mm -hmm. took me by surprise I, at first, I thought I didn't even think that the world actually destroyed. I thought they were it was gonna kind of like do like a time lapse and be like, "Oh, this is what would have happened had they not have stopped him or whatever." But it was like, no, now you're like picking up in this depressing, desolate world of and Kefka's ruling it. Like, I don't know, that caught me by that that caught me off guard. Yeah, I I, I agree. I think that's one of the most um, like jaw-dropping and surprising uh moments from not only final fantasy but like any game yeah especially in the rpg genre because like like you said in not only final fantasy but like in every rpg the villain whether they're memorable or not um like they get close but they don't succeed they might <laughs> kill a bunch of people but they don't like finish the job that right. game finished the job yeah yeah i mean and then there was even the the moment where he poisoned the water and literally killed everybody in uh i can't remember the city but um they were like trying to stop him and he poisoned the water and killed every some of his own troops and um and you know like obviously some of the the citizens and um i mean looking back on it now i was like you know this man is really king or um Final Fantasy's Joker. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, was it Doma? Was it Doma? Might Something... might have I can't remember this. It's I haven't played it in a long time. Right. It's been a minute. But yeah, that's that's those are a couple that stuck out to me. What about you, Mike? Um, well, out of like the Final Fantasies, I my favorite is definitely Final Fantasy 12. Uh the bosses from like for me, definitely was this character, this boss called Gilgamesh, because it was like, oh yeah, you, yeah. Twelve <laughs> is your favorite. Like, twelve was, was my favorite. I like twelve. Like out of all of all of them, I like twelve because like it's not only you can switch between the characters of who you want in your party, but they're all very unique, and you can decide who gets what, and you're mm -hmm. not really bound by something to give them what they want. Like you could have the main character Vani, he could pick up a gun and start blasting people. Like you deserve to hold a gun. Like you shouldn't be doing that, but he can still do it though. Right. Like, but the character boss at Gilgamesh, it was like he was like a secret boss. Like yeah. I'm pretty sure, like yeah. he was like you have to go and find the a mission, and then you go to the mission, and he's just there with six blades, and you're just like, oh shit, it's about to go down. Like yeah, he fucks you up. Yeah, like, but I loved playing that because it's like 
you could swap the different weapons like before you fight and like test out the different and special abilities and quirks of different ones. And yeah. for me, my one of my favorite blades was the Sword of Kings because that was the one blade where you could actually block an attack like automatically without mm-hmm. like trying to like hope that you roll correctly or dodge correctly. But like, right. but like that was an actual sword. Like it wasn't strong. And it, I remember it had 30 damage, but you could block with it, which was one of like, the coolest like quirks about it yeah x if you uh have you ever seen like footage or anything on 12 i have um mainly in you know like ranked videos and stuff like that i i personally have not played 12 um i've seen gameplay and i've seen other streamers play it i guess i just need to kind of experience it for myself um i don't know i guess i i kind of I was just so pro like turn-based JRPG that it, and then with it being Final Fantasy, um, I don't know. It just, it, it ranked lower for me, but I guess I need to just play it myself to really yeah, give it a shot. Yeah. The, um, I'm not going to spoil anything story-wise or anything. Um, for me, the biggest, similar to Mike, the biggest thing about that game is the, the mechanics of, of battling. Um, simply because like every there's still the atb gauge but the way it works is that you can set your allies and even your character to like have auto abilities so like for example Mm -hmm. if it says uh party hp drops below like 30 percent, you are automatically cast kiraga instead of like oh shit this person's low on health let me scroll through and select kiraga um Mm -hmm. or you know uh as soon as you start a battle um, one character casts protect, another character casts shell, uh, and mm-hmm. another character casts like haste or something like that. And that's mm-hmm. like when you enter every battle. Um, and it's it's a good combination. Like, cause I've I've played six, seven, eight, nine, ten, some of ten to twelve and fifteen. So like a wide range of gameplay, right? And mm-hmm. I played 12 back in the day and then I like stopped because I got to a point where I was like, how the fuck do I get past this classic Adam mm-hmm. just quitting when you don't know what to do. Um, and then, so when final fantasy 15 came out a few years ago, I played that. And that was like the latest version of final fantasy. Um, and like, it's very free form. You can run around, you can attack on will, but like, you know, certain things take a while to cast or whatever. Uh, and then after that, I went back and replayed 12 and I beat it. And you really get a good idea of how one it progressed from seven all the way to fifteen, but then mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle there, you kind of are like, "This is kind. Of, this is the pinnacle of what Final Fantasy should have been combat-wise." And I think that, I think the mechanics across the genre peaked at twelve. Um, who knows what we see from sixteen? Um, but yeah, like Mike, you know the the gameplay of 12 really carries it because i'm not gonna lie the story wasn't that uh enthralling oh, it was, yeah no it was it was doo-doo but like the the, 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 the visuals <laughs> are phenomenal oh, oh my god like I'm, I'm not listen i'm not trying to like hyper up another but this character fran bruh you yeah. wanted her in your party just to her to walk like like she was dog. she's fine she's fine i was as a kid i was like yo let me get friends and shit. And mm-hmm. I was, I was, oh, and then like each character had like a special ability or a special summon you can assign, which yeah. was one of the coolest things because it's a cutscene 
was like for that character. Like the way they acted, it was for that character. And it's really specific, but it was so beautiful. Have like, have either um, have either of you all played uh Final Fantasy VII remake? No, not yet, but I watched it on uh, YouTube because I, I didn't yeah. have a PS4. So that mm-hmm. gameplay, I thought, was spectacular. I, I think that's actually what... Because, uh, I mean, I thought that's actually what carried that game. I mean, the visuals are really are outstanding as well, but the gameplay made me want to keep playing. Um just because of, I didn't like the direction that they took in the story. So, and then I did, I really didn't like um, all the padding that they did in that game. Mm-hmm. There was just so, so much like excessively. They, ex- it, 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 they took the whole stretching out that what first, the first city, first, the like, uh, Midgar eight, eight hours of the game, eight or hours something. To yeah. literally like 40, 50 hours. If you wanted to do all the side content, which, that in itself was boring. Oh my gosh, man. Like one of my coworkers, he's like, no, man, I really like this game. I really like it. And I, I'm just like, and he's played like every final fantasy. He's, he's like, he's about it. And I just, I can't, man, I can't, they literally made one part where you had to turn on or redirect the power. They made that part like two hours in, in, in itself. And I'm like, mm. bro, I'm literally running around hitting switches. Like, how is this fun? Yeah, the the way that they're taking that story, like, I'll be honest, Final Fantasy VII is, like, be, partially because of the nostalgia. Like, it's one of the first games that I ever, like, played through as a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has that special place in my heart as a 90s kid. Um, the story, like, back in the day was gripping like there were twists and turns and all kinds of shit and it was like one of my favorite games of all time uh, you know still is and mm-hmm. watching through it you see like characters like jesse she didn't fucking matter yeah. like, in the game they, yes oh my goodness bro. <laughs> they, they made her like a major love interest for cloud in the remake Love interest oh, yeah. is a is a stretch. They made her a fan girl like, that like creamed every time he came around. Dog, it was mm, overbearing. Let's like, be let's be honest. It wasn't as much of a love interest like as uh, Aerith and and Tifa get to be, but like, right? It was, oh, yeah. still, it was still almost to that point. Unless, yeah, but I'm, I wouldn't even say that, man. I mean, because he didn't. I, I mean, it's part of his personality, but he didn't want her like. She's like, I want you. He's like, yo, get off me. Like, I. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's that one scene in the game where, like, they're on the bike and she's like, so, like, (laughs) yes or no, if you like me. He's just kind of like, like, he's like freaking out. Like, he just can't say it. He's like, I don't like you. Bro, get off. (laughs) See? I mean, she wasn't even in the movie, but I think that was because of, like, some stuff happening. I'm not trying to explore anything, but that's because some stuff happened in the game. But she wasn't even in the Final Fantasy movie either. Like she wasn't that important to be. Are you talking about Final Advent Man. Children? Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, well, I none of uh, none of Avalanche was because uh, they die in the original game. Yeah, there's oh. no way that they could be. Yeah, oh. they all, they all die before you uh, leave um, Midgar. Midgar, which was fine. That was the other gripe I had with that game. That was fine. Like to me, it's like okay, like. 
you know, let's build some more importance. Let's build some more, you know, um, like, you know, let's, let's raise the stakes, you know, people actually die in this game. Like I'm all for some characters being killed off to, to raise the stakes, especially if you're trying to take it to a level where you're, you know, saving an entire world or universe or what have you. And they didn't even kill them. They didn't kill them. I mean, they finally killed Jesse, but she was so annoying to the point that like when she died, it was like, all right, thank God. Like, mm -hmm. and, and even, even cloud in them, like you notice they try and draw out her, her death scene. And then it's mm -hmm. like, Oh, she died. Okay. So we have to take out. Um, <laughs> like, like, well, no. yeah, oh then, dude, God. as like right before she died, she's saying something to cloud. Like, uh, I don't remember. Cause who fucking cares? But then he was like, <laughs> he was like, Hey, you owe me a pizza. Like, bro, right. she's oh, dying. He's more worried about that pizza than her. Like, it was so pointless. It was so fucking pointless. Yeah, and then and then what you call it? Um, Wedge lived. They they try to fake it out yeah. and say that he got crushed, and he's they keep him around for those like you know fat guy funny jokes or yeah. comic relief well, I, I can't die that easy like something like oh my <laughs> gosh bro <laughs> so all in all in that game like i see what they're trying to do they're trying to basically just rewrite the story which i'm curious to see what direction they take it in but i was just so turned off by the padding and then the addition of all these characters and backstories that had nothing to do with the main story yeah I, it just literally made me like i was probably nine or ten hours in and i was like all right i just need to finish this game like it became a chore at that point ah. well so um but the uh, boss battles were phenomenal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The, uh, so the gameplay was great because like they you know coming off of final fantasy 15 kind of using that as a test run to remake seven um, mm -hmm. and advancing the the mechanics a little bit more like it looked fun and it looked great and it's awesome to see almost everyone's favorite final fantasy characters from that game uh brought to life brought to life like they're mm -hmm. they're they're yeah. real people almost right um yeah. but with that being said the the head i think the head writer of the remake story is tetsuya namura which is the guy that did kingdom hearts yes and we all know how con fucking voluted that story Bro. is notoriously oh convoluted and oh so you know how okay here's a spoiler warning if you guys haven't played or if you guys don't know what happens then you might want to skip ahead um but basically at the end when you beat sephiroth uh and you're like oh is that the game like no it's because all, all these ghosts are still fucking flying around so yeah. basically what they represent is the, it, re it represents us it, because they're like the the gatekeepers of like fate right mm -hmm. so uh, the, the ghosts are supposed to represent the fans like the the fandom uh, meaning that like those characters by defeating them and like killing them a nomura set himself free from like having to remake the exact story so now the gatekeepers of fate or whatever the fuck they were stupid <laughs> um he doesn't he's not chained down to oh we're gonna go through we're gonna we're gonna go the gold saucer and uh do all the shit that happened in the original game now he can do whatever he wants and what what's what and even to that point what's what's even crazier is 
I thought about it when, you know, after I figured out like kind of what that all meant. And it, even that didn't make sense because it was like, mm-hmm. so they started following, um, they started following Aerith first and then she touched Cloud and then he could see it, see them. And so mm-hmm. Aerith, and then of course there's this thing that Aerith kind of knows what is supposed to happen or what's going to happen should they mm-hmm. stay on the same path. But in the end, they beat Sephiroth. So it doesn't really line up with her character because if she knows what's going to happen, I mean, of course she dies, but in the end they win. So her character is so selfless in the sense of, I don't think that she would try to change the narrative to only save her ass. If right. that makes sense. Like, that just doesn't even seem like something she would do. Well, you like, know what it was that motivated her. It's the power of friendship. Oh, oh yeah. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta love it. That fairy tale, power of friendship, power comes through. You know what it I, is? It's Kingdom Hearts again. Because about nothing, to... <laughs> nothing is stronger. Nothing can conquer the heart. I'm going to get through this darkness with the heart. Oh, i was about to say there's no other um you're probably going to get like some downloadable content of like instead of a a buster sword keyblade combo mix or something like that. i wouldn't be surprised no honestly yeah um yeah so i i'm i'm both eager and afraid of like what's to come with that story just because like now they he set himself free from the original story Aerith might not die, and someone else might die. You know, mm, um, yeah, I guess that's true. And which uh, it that that inherently is not a bad thing, but what I feel they're gonna do it just to spite us. Like that's right. what it feels like. He's gonna say, "Oh, Aerith didn't die. Everyone wanted her to live, but you know, we have to kill Barrett, or we have to kill Kate Sith, or something like that." It's like, no, you don't. If it works with story then sure but it's not going to and i guarantee well they already tried to do a fake me out barrett death i don't i don't know if you because you said you were watching um them play but yeah or people play but yeah i mean they tried to they killed barrett and then brought him right back to life like what like what is the point of that i think yeah i remember that i Mm could have dealt without that at first i'm not gonna lie i kind of was like oh no not my man's but I don't know. I mean, even this type of Barrett is like more. I don't know. I feel like he's a little over the top, more more so over the top than his FF seven counterpart was. I don't know. Maybe I don't I'm know. just you so turned off by cannon in the original game. Mm. You said what? He was a loose cannon in the original. He was, he was. but he it was. was more like he's just kind of just like I don't. I don't even know how to explain it. I guess I'm just so turned off by the fact that i spent three hours turning redirecting power on that fucking game like, I'm like <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's facts that's facts um, j- just to uh carry the conversation along a little bit uh i want to say that like i think sephiroth is still up there with like the number one villain in the franchise um i do want to give some credit to final fantasy 9 uh kuja was was solid um he's he kind of seemed like a sephiroth ripoff a little bit but his backstory is different um and 
it, it, it he is engaging if you look at outside of like him kind of being a ripoff. Um, and then Final Fantasy 12s was very underwhelming on the other side mm-hmm. of the spectrum. Um, mm-hmm. and then I think, I think, um, Final Fantasy 10, like you know, Sin and the idea was good, but then the way it finished was kind of just like really middle of the road. Um, and we don't have to talk about like every single game, um, but that that's kind of like the the best and then the worst and then right in the middle for me personally um so going forward from that uh this is going to be like the last the last thing to kind of uh wrap up the show um kind of like an impromptu top five final fantasy games uh if you guys have every all of us have played at least five right yes okay cool so um and you can rank it like in any uh for any reason but i do want to do like a top five like you're the top five this is why this is five and this is why this is one um but you can give different reasons as to why it doesn't matter so uh i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with mike first uh if you can come up with one so actually now that i think about it i've only played about like I've only played about four Final Fantasies when I think about it. I've only top, played top four. Top four? Okay. So definitely my top four, my fourth one, the last one has to be Final Fantasy X minus two. Like I when I you, bought what, the game. 10-2? Top, yeah, ten two. Yeah, ten two. Oh, okay. That boy did a yeah, math like, problem. <laughs> yeah, he and, did. And, <laughs> and, like, like, like ten two because like growing up I always called it X minus two. Like when my brother and I got it at Blockbuster, we uh we got on it and I was just confused because I was like, this is nothing like seven. Like I don't understand what's going on. And I kept seeing that scene from ten where the dude's like, When you're sad, you just gotta laugh. And he's like, uh-uh. ah! <laughs> ah! Oh, ah! so bad. You know? Like I I was like, This is I'm like this. I mean, we're playing it though, so it's like we have to stick through and play it. And it was like Charlie's Angels with the three girls, but I'm like, I'm still gonna play it. Gotta figure this shit out. Um, after that, the third place has to be Final Fantasy VII. Like the remake, I would play it a few times at my friend's place and watch the rest of it on my gameplays, like videos on YouTube. But that game, I liked route that they take they took for the remake for how it looked and then the characters that they brought into it as well the truth in there as well like ifrit yeah i know he was in there for a little bit how they teased him and then like other like bosses that you see from like compared to like the older one to this one it was definitely like good to see how they remade those bosses so just to like, clarify your third one is Final Fantasy VII Remake or Final Fantasy VII? Because I feel like those are two completely different those, games at this point. So, I would... Okay, so then I would say seven. Yeah, yeah, I would just say the original seven. Okay. I do okay, like the clarify. way that they did remake for Final Fantasy VII, like, originally. That was one of those games where, like, I would, like, I would enjoy it. And then I would go on YouTube to make sure I got, like, all, like, the story, like, correct. And I feel like that's kind of where Final Fantasy, a lot of the story starts. Or, like, where a lot of the fandom comes from. And it's, like, it's, like, a fan favorite from everybody. Even to, like, Sephiroth, how he even appeared in different video games to where he was that big of a villain. Yeah. To where, like, he was, it was, like, such a big impact on, like, video games, like, everywhere. 
Like mm-hmm. if there was like a the first villain you would say growing up, it would be like Sephiroth. Like that was like the main villain. He's gaming's um, favorite edge lord. Ba- <laughs> basically, <laughs> uh, basically. Uh, number two, Final Fantasy Thirteen. Uh, that's the game really? you were talking about. Yes, um, yeah, like because like over seven. That's a hot take. Wow. But I okay, so like I never finished seven. But I finished thirteen. Uh, I think it's because I had more time to yeah. do it. Like I think I because I had more a lot more time to play that game on the three sixty for thirteen. I it's like honestly seven and thirteen are definitely evenly matched. The only reason why I say thirteen is because I I had the ability to finish the entire game. Right. But right. thirteen, like there are so many things that I look back on that I was so annoyed about about mm-hmm. the game. Like like yeah. <laughs> Like you got, but you got moaning. You got oh when she God. uses her her like attacks and shit. You got oh. an Afro black dude that's like literally the Afro black dude like that. It's like portrayed that that's how all of black people act. Like yo, he has a gun and he's like, come on, man, you can't uh. be like you know like like a cop, like a Beverly Hills cop. <laughs> um, you got Snow that can't get his shit together, like a blonde haired oh, Jesse McCarthy God. who can box, but it's still dumb as fuck. Uh, Lightning has to go to therapy because she just she's just sad all she's the time. She's fucked up. Uh, she's fucked up. Uh, the the little the little boy hope bitch the entire time. Hope he was a bitch the entire God, time. Like, I, like I'm the way I'm talking like this. It literally is like I hate the game. Like that game. Should be <laughs> but the thing is though, when I watched the English trailer when it first came out with my brother, and it had like the voice of um. I forgot her name. Uh, this one lady that was singing in the background, and this like my brother and I, we watched that trailer and like my I, we were watching like we have to get the game like it fits so well, but what the visuals and what was going on in the game, and it just it finished perfectly. It looked perfect. I liked the only like summon that I liked enjoyed the most was of course lightning summon the Odin. That was like, my favorite out of all of it. But the thing is though like. I it was one of those games where it's like I finished it. I like the little I like the battle system a little bit to where you could like launch the enemy up in the air, combine that with your combos and chain that. Yeah. And it was like I hated the priest. I hated fighting the priest, but it was just like I and it came in three discs, which made it annoying. But it was more of this it was more of more like the feeling of like I beat that game and I took the time to finish that game and I was like like I took like a sigh of relief and I never had to touch it again, but it was still enjoyable for like the fighting to where I took the time to like think of what I was going to do in order to like, when I'm back up against the corner and I got to like play music over the repetitive music that it do for the battles, <laughs> battle music, what it do over and over with that one girl singing and dubstep, but that's it. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, but like that was the one game I finished and like, and then Final Fantasy XII for number one. Like, when you start, you start off with nothing. Um, and then you're just, like, you're just getting things along the way. You get to ride a chocobo, but, like, it's more enjoyable in that kind. Yeah. You, like, you get to go to different villages, and it was just, like, it felt right to go to different villages. You could fight in the arenas. You could, like, you go to different temples, go to different, like, villages. You could... You can fight, like, the beasts that you've always wanted to see in, like, mythology or something and, like, their version of it. 
Yeah. Like, honestly, when it came to, like, Final Fantasy XII, like, that was the game where I could play it over and over and, like, test out how different things could, like, turn out if I didn't use that weapon or I used a different weapon. Yeah. And it was, it was really, it was really enjoyable to me to where it was, like, I wasn't in it for the story. I was in it to just play it and just have a good time playing it. But, like, because the story was, of course, just strange about how it had, like, airships and soldiers and everything. But honestly, I think like that game was like I could maybe my brother could play it all the time and compare notes about how we beat different bosses and just keep going with that. You know what? I'm gonna have to switch seven and thirteen. I'm gonna switch them. I'm gonna switch them. I can't. I talked too bad about thirteen, but <laughs> twelve is definitely number one though. Twelve. Yeah. So the two things I want to talk about about like in response about uh or in response to your list um. 13 i'm i'm currently playing 13 right now um and the graphics are really nice like it's a really pretty game um Mm -hmm. and some of the combat can be fun at times but the two biggest critiques i have are one the characters are just uh, by the way can you hear my dog barking right now barely yeah (laughs) dude i mean who let him out right Okay. He's stupid. Uh, <laughs> you can kick him now. You can kick him now. Uh, <laughs> you don't even get to do a top five. Fuck you. <laughs> no, dude. I this fucking dog. Like someone's out. Someone is breathing outside a mile away, and he's like, "I, I must kill them. I must warn everyone that we're all going to die now." <laughs> fucking annoying. But um, so yeah, the characters so far. Cause you asked me the other day, I was, I, I sent Mike a text and I was like, this is exactly how this game goes. And granted, I'm like 15 hours in and I'm still getting tutorials. That's one thing. Um, second, <laughs> second thing, this is how the game goes. This is the formula for Final Fantasy 13. Cutscene. Gameplay? No. Cutscene. A little bit of oh, gameplay. Yeah. Three, three quick battles. Cutscene. One hard battle. Cutscene. Four easy battles. Cutscene where characters are talking shit about each other. <laughs> By the way, that goes on for 15 hours. Another cutscene. Oh, I forgot to mention. Do you want to save? No. Okay, cutscene. Do, do you want to save now? Uh, no. Let me fight. Oh, okay. Here's a save point. Save then. Sure. But there's no really no point in saving because you can just respawn right before the battle that you die in. So it takes away from the challenge of all the other Final Fantasy games because you don't lose any progress, really, even if you die. Um, oh, cutscene. Do you want to save? That's the fucking formula of Final Fantasy. <laughs> That's why I swapped it. That's why I swapped I swear it. Swear to God. And of course, because it's a Final Fantasy game, there's something that keeps me coming back. I'm going to finish it. I don't know if I'm going to enjoy the lot of it, but... I just want to get to an area that's a little bit more open because it's extremely linear to this point. Um, but you want a spoiler? Nope. Uh, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> is a spoiler that it it doesn't open up? Not until not for a while. That see, that's insane to me. Yeah, that's not until, insane. Like, the third one, the third disc. Not until the third disc. Well, so what's hilarious is that Final Fantasy XII was on one disc, and that yeah. game was massive. For the PlayStation 2, this game came out for the 360, and there were three discs. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm really hoping that the main story doesn't take fucking 120 hours because then I'm going to fucking wrap a power cord around my neck and pull. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, Dang, bro, but, that's yeah. an election statement. Okay, um, shut up. <laughs> oh, God. God damn it. Uh, but yeah, first gripe, biggest gripe is the characters. Uh, second gripe is just how much fucking hand holding it, it does. It's mm-hmm. no, again, back to the there's no point in saving like the entire game. Um, and there's tutorials ever dude you oh you get to this one area not to spoil anything but like it's not really a fucking spoiler and you're, you're the black guy saz and the annoying girl vanille which is the worst party in all of final fantasy it's just them mm-hmm. two and mm-hmm. you get into this open area and before you walk down a tutorial menu pulls up or like a a, a, a warning menu pulls up it's like hey you're about to come across a really strong enemy you might not want to fight it right now until you have more people. So you can just run around it. And I was like, I know that. I, <laughs> if, it's, if it looks scary and I don't have a good party and it's slow, I can figure that the fuck out, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but so far, I, you know, it's a good game. Um, so uh final fantasy 12 also i think is the not 13 i'm I'm talking 12 uh on the other hand is like probably the biggest fan service final fantasy game uh we have to date because like you said there's just so much shit that like is in there for a good reason but it definitely feels like oh they knew we were looking for this and we they knew we wanted to do this so they put it in Mm -hmm. um and it was just a fantastic game. So I understand 12 being your top, uh, out of your top four. I do suggest you place a couple more, even the hidden gems, like I'm going to talk about in a little bit, just to kind of broaden your horizons. Um, but uh, we'll get to that in a second after X goes. So with that said, um, hey, stupid, it's your turn. <laughs> I would say for sure, top five. This one, I want to say Final Fantasy VIII. Um, Eight was good, but for I had to go back and play it. Definitely my first time playing, I was completely turned off by the junction system. That it mm. just it like I don't know it to me. It just was kind of like okay, so I can use my summons at any time, and there's no oh oh. And the other, I guess no. My biggest gripe with that game was. You you kind of you didn't want to actually level yourself up. You wanted to level your summons and junctions up and keep your level as low as possible because the the level of the the bosses always were it, it scales um, with you. Yeah, and so it was like when I started looking into you know just like watching how people like break the game and stuff like that. I was like, oh, so you don't want to level up, which is part of the fun when playing any JRPG, RPG. Mm-hmm. So I, it just really kind of, I mean, I still liked, I still liked the game, but it just made it, it that kind of was like a sour taste in my mouth. And the story was mad convoluted. It was like, you wanted, to, you had to go, there was time travel and then ultimate. Ultimacia wanted to like compress tra- time into just like one 
time frame to be a god but like i don't know i mean it was it the game was still fun but it just was kind of like when i really thought about it i was like i don't know about this one isn't um, that like the only game you could summon the cactus as like a like a cactus to help you in it yeah is it the only one i don't know if it's the only one it uh i, oh, I can't remember now because i remember seeing that but you you can summon a, a summon a cactar, um, yeah. but I'm not sure if it's the only one. I can't remember. I have to look into that. Um, my four, I would say Final Fantasy four, um, with uh Cecil and Kane and all mm-hmm. of them. Um, I just thought it was a good game. Uh, like the the gameplay was solid. The story was a little bit more straightforward. It wasn't as convoluted as they 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 or they start to get. Um, and I still think that Cecil or Cecil or I, I hear people say his name all types of different ways, but I still think he had one of the uh, one of the better character progressions and arcs in Final Fantasy. Uh, it was kind of cool too when halfway through he finally becomes. Uh, a palavan and he he's he goes from like wearing all black decked out to all white and he stays like that so i thought that was pretty cool yeah um three i would say final fantasy i'd have to say 10 for me um i really liked 10 a lot some of the grinding aspects for like and i mean adam as to how frustrated i got but getting like the celestial weapons and some of their like sigils and, and things like that, like just mm-hmm. some of it was like, bro, I do not want to do that. Like there, I don't want to like, even like Titus's celestial weapon, you had to beat that freaking, um, what is it? The, the, uh, Chocobo race uh, uh, where you had oh, to dodge yeah. the, the freaking birds and, and, and get balloons. the balloons. And you had to get a time of zero, bro. Oh my gosh, I can't tell you how many times I literally like turned the game off and I just went to sleep. Like I just, I didn't even want to eat. <laughs> I just went to sleep angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, stories, stories. I mean, it's a little crazy, but it for the most part it's straightforward. I didn't like the like at the very end when you fight you Yevin, you literally don't die. You can't die, like. And then you come, you fight him there and you can't die. And you come from basically having to like beat sin in a certain amount of time. Otherwise you just like completely are obliterated. I don't know. I thought that was, that scaling was a little weird, but yeah. um, I, I still thought it was a pretty good game. I had a lot of fun playing it. Um, second, I would say six as far as like, I mean, I've never, I don't think in any, game besides the mass effect series i've had such a huge party i mean you had like like 10 to 15 characters in your party and they all had their own little like thing about them their own little side story which some people may argue may make the game seem less focused but to me it was like it made it more diverse it was more immersive Um, that too yeah yeah um and each of them had their own um and and I like when stories interweave into other stories, like it all comes together to create the main narrative. Um, yeah. Gameplay was really good. And 
Um, I mean, it was just all around a really good game. I had fun. And like I said, it has two of the moments that I thought were the craziest in Final Fantasy. So right. that definitely holds it, it in a higher regard for me. And my number one, I, I mean, I, I would say seven. I probably, I didn't understand it the first time I played, like when I was a kid. I, I remember just playing and just literally spamming attack and wondering why like cloud couldn't cut through. Well, what's the first boss? The, the, um, the scorpion. The, yeah. Like I was just like, well, how the hell do I beat this, this thing? But, um, I ended up like finishing it, not really knowing exactly like what I was doing. And then I replayed it again during the pandemic and it was like, I was hooked. It was so much fun. Um, I remember the, the yeah <laughs> they um the story is great I like I will literally listen to Final Fantasy 7 explained story explained videos going to sleep like right. I just thought it was that immersive that good I loved all the characters um Kate Sith maybe was like an outlier for me there but yeah um and yeah man I mean and then Aerith when she finally died and um, I, and it, I think it's like kind of going back to what Mike was saying on how impactful that game was. I knew Aerith died before I even really even knew that she died. Like, I just remember seeing that scene somewhere in my life because of mm-hmm. how much either somebody, people like talked about the game or it's in like, you know, like top 10 video games of all time list type of right. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, gameplay was solid too. And um, I, I I think the number one thing for me with JRPGs is like grinding and doing the side quests. If those are fun, that makes the game like 10 times better. And I, I really liked getting like all the summons and um, the ultimate weapons. So, yeah, that's the top one for me. Yeah, that, I mean, a lot of that, I, I, I definitely share the sentiment with Seven, uh, as I'll get into uh, with mine in the last couple minutes of, uh, of our show here. Um, but yeah, I mean, you made a lot of good points. Uh, is just listening to your guys' top four and five, respectively, like hearing the different, granted, like, you know, uh, Mike hasn't played as many as you, and then you haven't played as many as me and vice versa or whatever. Um, but just like, hearing those different types of uh, opinions and inputs like I haven't even really thought about uh, myself which is crazy I, I thought that I pretty much I've, I've played almost all the Final Fantasies which in actuality I've only played about half but uh, right. it just feels like that um, but yeah so that's that's awesome because I've never gotten someone else's like me and X always talk about like what are your He's asked me the same question over the past year, like 15 times. I, yeah. So, <laughs> I'll forget uh, that you, I asked him. What are your top three? What are your top three? <laughs> like, why are you asking me what are my top fucking like seven? What, is, what kind of number is that? <laughs> um, but, and I, I actually answered him probably a couple of weeks ago, and I guarantee you he has no idea what it was. Um, yeah. Yeah. But so. <laughs> Here's pro- here's my definitive top five as of right now. And keep in mind, I haven't finished 13. I haven't finished 10-2. Um, but all the other ones that I've played, uh, I have beaten. Um, so starting at number five, I'm probably going to put uh, Final Fantasy. I'm going to put Final Fantasy 8 there, sim- just like X. Um, 
if if it was a little bit longer, like if I did the, like top eight, that's where Final Fantasy like 15 would rank. Like some of the newer ones I'm not as fond of, but it's still, you know, Same. solid. Um, but Final Fantasy eight was, was a solid entry. Uh, I played it when I was younger and I'd never beat it. And then I went back, uh, I actually got decently far in it, but I just didn't understand the story at all. Um, so then I went back, I think probably around the same time as UX, maybe a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, and once I started like getting down the mechanics of the game and like, you know, the junctions and the summons, and I didn't know that like not leveling up your character would also down level the bosses. I just like <laughs> went after it. Right. Right. <laughs> and it was still like, it was fun. Some of the gameplay, uh, like the battle uh, mechanics were, you could, you could definitely feel their age even more so than final fantasy seven in a weird way. Um, but they were still fun nonetheless. The story I, I did like overall, just not as 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 highly regarded in my opinion as uh, the next four. Um, so number four, I think I'm going to put Final Fantasy X there. Um, did you put ten and four uh, X? Or... I put four at four. I oh, put ten at three. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so Final Fantasy X uh, is one of my favorite like remembered games of all time. Um, and I played it a few years ago on the PlayStation two and I beat it. And then I started playing 10 two and then I didn't beat it. And the same exact thing just happened like not too long ago, actually a couple, maybe last week or a week, two weeks ago, I rebeat final fantasy 10, uh, remastered. But this time around, I went through the excruciating effort to get all of the celestial weapons, bro. <laughs> almost max out all the stats and hit for almost a hundred thousand damage every single time any of my characters hit. Um, and I will say that if that's what playing Dark Souls and Elden Ring is like, I understand why people play those games because once I was done with it and like I was like, wow, I actually I did this thing that I never thought I would be able to do. Like, for example, dodging 200 lightning bolts in a fucking row. That's, to, oh my gosh. <laughs> to get a sigil for Lulu's celestial weapon. Bro. Bro, never, never again will I ever attempt it. Ever. <laughs> that was awful. And the chocobo yeah. shit, I, dude, I wanted to, I was playing at X's house and I was doing a chocobo race. I wanted to damage all of his property. <laughs> bro we we would literally we were i have uh two two pretty well i have a pretty big tv and then a pretty decently sized one side by side in like my little gaming area and adam literally what how how, how long i mean like probably like once or twice a week for like a month or so we we would literally just like set up shop in my game room and play final fantasy 10 side by side mm -hmm. and mm. Bro, it was like, pretty dope. I've never done that with anyone before. It was you're fun. my first. You're my first. Oh well. Ooh. <laughs> but we probably could do the same with ten too. Um, yeah. But just watching him, like watching me use Waka and throw a ball for like nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine damage to Adam, literally doing his overdrive and hitting for like. A hundred thousand plus once it was all said and done. Oh no, it was more than that because like Waka's overdrive attack reels, if you hit two hit on every reel, 
you hit for, I think, either 10, 10 hits or 11. And each one was for 99999. Nine, nine, nine. Bro, so, could not mm. count that high. But yeah. it was, yeah, man, it was fun. Uh, yeah, great, great experience going back and like just getting that mad, but then also being so satisfied. Like, <laughs> yeah. I put over a hundred hours into it, and so going back, it it's well remembered. But then also doing it again, I think keeps it in that top four or that four uh, number four spot. Um, number three, I'm going to put Final Fantasy Nine there. Uh, nine was. Uh, a lot of people didn't really want to play nine when it came out in 99 uh, because coming off of seven and eight, like they were kind of going this more realistic direction in terms of the character models. Granted, like Final Fantasy seven, when you're in the overworld, you're a very small character or whatever. But like in terms of the battles and the cutscenes, they were like more realistic. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then Final Fantasy nine came along and then they were like, oh, let's make it look like an animated series kind of deal. Um, and when I first saw it, I was like, fuck that. Final Fantasy is supposed to be real. We're supposed to have real people fighting really, really bad guys. <laughs> and then I was like, eh, let me order this game. This is before I, I, uh, it came out on the um, Xbox as like a remastered version. And so I played it on the PlayStation 2. And I was like, wow, this fucking game rocks, dude. Like the, the, one thing I didn't really like was some of the music, but there are also other parts, other parts of the score that are fantastic. So it balances out. Mm -hmm. um, by far my least favorite battle theme, I will say that much. Um, mm. But that doesn't deter it from being a great game. The characters are very, very good. They're well-written. They interact very well with each other. Um, and they're, I, I'd say in the series, they're the most like expressive Granted, they don't. There's no voiceovers. Yeah, they have to be to make up for that. Right, but even more so than the ones in seven and eight. Like, and even seven really? had very well written characters at times. At others, not really. But yeah. in Final Fantasy Nine, pretty much all around, the characters were very well written. Um, the environments were very uh, new, I guess, like different um, because they, it had more of a a fantasy feel. But then there are also big sprawling cities with airships going everywhere um and uh, uh that's where that's where the name uh mike you'll like this you know the Lindblom, the uh, fangs uh ship yes so Lindblom is a city in final fantasy 9 and so that's Ooh. where they took the name uh from and um so that's just like another final fantasy callback that they carry on through every game in the series um, but yeah, Final Fantasy IX is a beautiful, beautiful game. I, I highly suggest you guys go back and just give it a chance. Um, and it is on Xbox. It is on Game Pass, I think still. I'm not sure if it's still there. but mm. I, um, And so I played played it on there again, and it was just as good. And you have the fast forward function. So, Oh, yeah. great. Okay. That makes yeah. it more enjoyable. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Okay, so that's number three. Number two, uh, this is going to be really close for me between two and one, um, but I'm going to have to go ahead and put Final Fantasy VII at two. Um, that's that's kind of shocking for you. I know. And I, <laughs> I, 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 I love Final Fantasy VII. It, I can't give enough praise to that game. Like, again, one of the first games I ever beat, one of my favorite games story-wise, 
when I first saw Aerith die, I was like, holy shit. I want <laughs> I want to I want to break Sephiroth's bone like every bone in his body. Like Did you ever did you ever try to bring her back to life? Yes. Cuz there is is like there there was like a cult of people trying to bring this chick back to life, man. Yeah, dude. Like it was, I was like, no way. Like there's, there has to be a glitch where you get her back and (laughs) go in and like mod it. Like, you know, you can, you can get her back in the game very easily, but, um, you know, just going through that story and there were parts that I didn't really understand the first time through. And then I went back and it's still convoluted to this day. The whole Zach thing is still kind of weird. I don't know (laughs) if that's kind of pointless in my opinion, but, um, everything else in that story you know, flies by, so it doesn't take it down at all. Yeah. And there's nothing. There's nothing more that needs to be said about Final Fantasy VII. We've talked about it a bunch. It's like the um, premier game in the series for a lot of people, and it is what it is. It's number two for me. Uh, it should should be twenty uh, or number one, but I'm going to go ahead and differ from X on this one. Number one uh, for me is Final Fantasy Tactics. You um, talk about that one a lot. But Dude. you never, I've never heard you expand on it. So I'm curious to hear this. Um, so uh, some people don't really know this. Uh, it's actually, it pretty much, it's a ripoff of this one game, one game called Tactics Ogre. Um, and what it is what? basically, it's a grid based uh, like combat style. And so like you can move one space, two spaces, as you evolve your characters, you can move more and more across the stage. Like you can teleport and whatnot, but Mm -hmm. um, you can move forward two or diagonally one, and then you can attack depending on the weapon type of magic that you have. Like you can attack one space or like, you know, eight spaces or whatever it is. Um, But the story is solid. I'm not gonna say it's my favorite story of all time, um there are some forgettable things but there are some twists in there that you're just like holy shit like i did not see that coming but above all else final fantasy uh 12 like is so fun fact ivalice which final fantasy 12 is set in is also the same setting for final fantasy tactics Um, really yes i'm not sure if it's the same ivalice or if it's you know um it, like if it's a, a an alternate evil east i'm sure it's the latter but um yeah still um by the way before i continue did i put final fantasy 12 in my top five no oh I no okay no i i think i'd say it's probably like five six like somewhere in that range but um it might be like neck and neck so top five, or number five i'm gonna go ahead and split it down the middle between eight and twelve yeah. Um, just kind of put it in there because I love that game but Final Fantasy Tactics the gameplay itself and the way you advance your characters and evolve your characters is second to none Like, and there's also been two spinoffs after um, there was Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced which was on the GBA and then uh, uh, War of the Lions or something like that I, I'm not sure if that was just a remake or not like a modern remake but or if it was just like a carry on from the story but nonetheless like the gameplay i it's a grid based game and um but the ways you can move around the levels and like the characters and um the the uh roles that each character can play 
and the enemies, the the bosses, all of it is just phenomenal. Um, mm. And some people will probably disagree with me saying that like it's better than Final Fantasy VII, especially with how beloved that game is, even in this household. But Final Fantasy Tactics is like it's second to none in the Final Fantasy franchise, and it's crazy because it's not even like a, a numbered entry in the franchise. Mm-mm. But if you guys ever have the chance to um, like go online and you can get a copy of it uh, or if they ever bring it to Xbox, which I doubt they will, um, you should definitely go out of your way to play that game. It's Can you get it off an of app store like on your phone? You, might... you can get like you can get four and six from from you the app might. store. It might also be able to play it on Steam. I'm not sure, though. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> um but yeah it, it, it's it's unlike any game especially a final fantasy game than that you've played before and there are more there are more like advanced tactics games that have come out since then there are a couple new ones that are coming out that like kind of replicate that art style and um the the mechanics of, of battling and stuff but that game it to this day knowing that it is an older game going into that it doesn't move like an old game it still it feels really smooth especially for that time um and it is in uh like 2d like the the environments are 3d but the characters are all in 2d so there's no worry about like oh that was a weird glitch that this character did like no it's all um Mm -hmm. rendered sprites and stuff so um the charm of that game is 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 unbelievable so uh yeah final fantasy tactics uh it takes that top spot by close can i can i say it's funny how nobody named like the most recent final fantasy games for like their favorite yep (laughs) it's like like, i think we tactically did that yeah yo i don't even (laughs) know but like like 14 i never played because that show wasn't online but 15 was just weird I right. think it was just weird. Like, it was weird. Yeah, it it it, I don't know. it definitely it falls down the list of a lot of people's like favorite games in the series. Um, if I played more games, like I've actually never played six, I want to do that at some point. Um, and I want to give like one of the old old games a shot just to see how how it how it holds up to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I'm still playing through thirteen, but um, yeah, fifteen it. It it just it didn't feel like they had the passion in it. Like it, they they wanted to make it. Uh, they wanted to make it an anime. Is essentially mm-hmm. what they were yeah. Um, and I understand. Like it, you know, it's all Japanese, but like the way you summon in that game is so fucking random and stupid. It's, um, it's disgusting. It makes no sense at all. <laughs> Ew. I'm not there there were some times where I had fun. I had fun with the with the battle uh uh system at times, but the characters and I I understand every game has DLC, but when they started coming out with DLC, I'm like, all right, man, I, I think I'm just I'm just done with that game. Right. Did, you, did you ever fight I'm gonna butcher its name, but it's the giant turtle at a at a at a totis? At a at a at a mantois or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. In Final Fantasy um, 15, and you had to summon Titan. To literally yeah. scrap, it was it was really weird. It was uh, I I did try to fight it. I don't think I ever beat it because even if you're like as strong as you can get in the game, 
that mm-hmm. battle so x it's a fucking mountain-sized tortoise mm-hmm. right wow and you literally somebody, have to fight it somebody for... somebody summon blast boys i got you go ahead okay, okay. um <laughs> <laughs> but you like if you're as strong as i'm sure there are people that have like worked around it like yeah i beat the i beat adamantois or whatever the fuck it's called in like 10 minutes it's like wow cool any normal Stick, person bro has to spend like 45 minutes alone just because it has millions and millions and millions of hp yes it's bad that's bad somebody i think the longest one the longest fight that one guy took was uh quite a few hours quite a few bro no i don't want to do that (laughs) right yeah no it's bad and it's only for one boss and the worst part about it is like you don't get you get like a good job recognition type you're like yeah "Yeah, you did it That's it. Oh, you, get like an, you get an achievement or a trophy, and then like maybe one guy will be like, "Hey, the the mountain's gone," and then that's yeah. it. And you have a one of the characters. He does the he like sings the Final Fantasy VII theme. Like oh, yeah. he has like he's like dun, 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 dun. yeah, <laughs> yep. And it's just like wow, thanks, <laughs> thanks for all that fucking effort I put in. Yeah, I'm good on that, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, at some point, maybe play it just like you know, like a like normal playthrough, just to just say to that see. you've done it. Yeah. I will say, there's one part in the game, late in the game, where the music really hit hard. And Mike, you know what I'm talking about when um when uh, how can I put this? When the mood changes for a certain reason. Oh, oh my God! Oh no, 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 no. Um. Was it close to the end? Yes, when everything's dark. Yes, yes. Oh okay. my God, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The music really does hit. I'm not gonna lie. There, they did a good job with that. Uh, but the story itself is just, yeah, like this fucking not. This is such a fucking bitch, dude. God damn it. Anyways, that's that's Final Fantasy 15 in a nutshell. Yeah. Um. So, uh. I think we've uh, we've been recording for about a hour and a half, almost, if if not over. Um, so this is a pretty hefty filler, but I think we got a lot done. Not really, but you know, we talked about a lot. Like our our our, our between three people, arguably our favorite video game franchise of all time. So. Mm-hmm. You know, again, this is Otaku Street. We're all about otaku, whether it's anime, manga, or video games. And that's the video game talk for you this week. So, um, any uh, anyone else got any uh, closing thoughts? X Final Fantasy VII Remake. We shall see. They are Stop coming out turning, with part two. Stop they turning are. me into an electrician and have me redirect in power. I don't get paid enough to do <laughs> <laughs> The next part's going to have you fucking going around like unclogging toilets for 30 <laughs> right. I know this is Mario. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Mario's a fucking plumber. That is crazy. But <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Mike and X, uh, it was a pleasure having you guys on the show. Uh, it would have been nice to have uh, one of one of the other guys uh pop in and talk about their experience but um you know maybe in the future we'll we'll have to uh do a part two or something like that 
Let me know when there's an anime one. I'm there, especially if it's an anime one. Well, we got plenty of those coming, buddy. (laughs) Yes, sir. Thanks for having us, bro. Absolutely. Truly. This is fun. This is really fun. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, This has been the Otaku Street Podcast. You guys can follow us on Twitter at Otaku Street Pod. And you can also send us any input, questions, uh, insults. Uh, Tell me that you really hate the sound of my voice, especially with this microphone. Or uh, you like uh, like the sound of me saying dumb shit because I do it all the fucking time. Uh, You can do all that at um, the Otaku Street uh, at gmail.com. And with that being said, Otaku Street is out.